Hello, and thanks for listening to JoJo's Bizarre Podcast. Hello. My name is Mark, and as I am every week, I am joined by Miles, who you just heard. Hello, Miles. Hello. <laughs> and as always, we are also joined by Jackie. Hello, Jackie. Hey. How's it going? Good. Great. <laughs> and this is a podcast dedicated to covering the JoJo's Bizarre Adventure TV anime. As of this recording in its fifth season, covering Stone Ocean. And this podcast episode will be about episode four of Stone Ocean, which I believe is called The Visitor Part Two. But before we talk about that episode in particular, we need to first take a stop in our uh, Gmail gloop room, our message melting pot. Something like yes. We need to take a look at our email inbox. Okay. These are emails sent to Jojo's Bizarre Pod at gmail dot com. This message is called "The Come Room Cometh." Oh no! <clears throat> <laughs> Hi, JDP Pod. I've only emailed once before to try and explain Diavolo's insanity, but now I'm back to give more thoughts. First, on the topic of last episode, I just want to say, trash can baseball boy. Just really likes baseball. His outfit is never explained, so I just assume he's a big fan of the Cubs. Go Cubs. Mm -hmm. uh, on the topic of this week's episode, I had to write in because I was confused as hell the first time I read this arc. Although I like the scene much more in anime as opposed to manga, even knowing what was going on, I think they did a great job giving hints without making it obvious. There were a lot of inconsistencies, similar to when you're in a dream, like the cigarette being lit out of nowhere, Jolene's handcuffs simply disappearing, Jangali A simply traveling hundreds of meters to a different side of prison in under a minute. I could swear that they applied some sort of filter right after they first sat down at the table in the visitation room. Really clever, and I bet that it's not noticeable for most people, but gives the effect of things being, quote, bizarre, end quote. I can't wait to hear your thoughts during the episode discussion. Are you as confused as I was when I got to this part? Because I had to go back a few times until I felt like I understood what was happening. With the entire stand battle being a dream, I'd say Jolene really has a really creative mind. I think she should intern at Rohan's after her prison sentence and write manga. Also, can we talk about the cum room? I think the effect is supposed to evoke the stomach of a snake. Our character is about to be digested, literally belly of the beast imagery, but uh, it looks inappropriate. Uh, that was from Chris, a.k.a. Count Christo. P.S. Every time I enter the cum room... I wake up from my illusion feeling so horny. See, I think if you're in the cum room, you've been horny, and your horniness is over now. Mm. Oh, interesting. I didn't mm -hmm. think it looked like cum. It's bluish. It, in some <laughs> shots, it it did. I was, I'm shocked I, at how soon we're going to talk about this. I really didn't think of that. Until I saw this email, I did not think of it at all. And then I rewatched it and I still was like, no. I <laughs> No, it looks like a like a liquid jelly. It's like a blue color. It's like artificial, you know? It's I agree with you and yeah, didn't think of it as such. Uh I will say on rewatch, when you first start to see the the goo when it's on Jotaro's shoulders, it mm -hmm. has this like translucent quality that I was oh, like, yeah. yeah, that kind of looks like that's true. Jizz. Mm -hmm. um apparently it's like a meme uh among the online jojo community to just refer to this as come but okay yeah especially reading it in black and white originally yeah i don't think i just pictured it as being this white goop i always pictured like the gray prison walls 
are melting mm. gray and mm. this color is that you know like i, I just yeah. thought everything was dissolving Every, yeah and you know i yeah even on rewatching it for the most part the way it like melts down, like I would understand if it was like squirting out of something <laughs> and hitting people, I'd be like, yeah, okay. But it's like it, it reminds me more of the end of the first Indiana Jones movie. Mm-hmm. Spoiler alert: where he comes everywhere. Yeah, there was that weird bukkake <laughs> scene they didn't need to have in Indiana Jones. Mm-hmm. Um, no, just like uh, there's a bunch of people that melt and they basically built like layered colored wax sculptures and then just melted them. Mm. Uh, which I definitely saw too young. Uh, and that's more of what this reminded me of. I think Araki and the animators did like a 90% of a good job being like, look, it's not spooge. All right. I don't like that. I'm trying to do- come up with a different slang each time I, I th- say it. Okay. But yeah. All right. Jism. You could all... I didn't want to say spunk. You could, you That's could, what I was trying could, to avoid. You could go more like medical and call it like semen. semen. Yeah. I guess. This podcast is 18 and up only, by the way. <laughs> I have to remember to tick that flag when I upload this. Um, now log off if you're below 18. I, although people below 18 probably make the most cum jokes That's and true. probably really want this to be the cum room. Mm-hmm. Uh, Miles, what are your, what, what did you think? Did you, were you like, that looks like sperm. I did not think it looked like cum. That's okay. not a thought that I had. Okay, that's good. You're pure of heart. You passed <laughs> the test. I really am. <laughs> uh, let's see here. I also noticed the filter uh, upon rewatch. I I agree that there is a, it gets brighter. Um, oh. It gets brighter. Basically, like the transition happens when you see the first. Oh, so because I rewatched the um the previous episode. Um, as well as this one, but uh, uh, there's like a transition that happens. There's like a it, it looks brighter. Um, when you see the first the you know how like they're talking in the room and the air conditioner is like or whatever and the vents are mm-hmm. like seeping. It looks like dripping water or something. Yeah. Um, the first time that the drip you actually see the drop actually fall. You know how they keep cutting to like Ooh. a drop. Yeah, yeah, like and then with that that sound Ooh. effect. Um, the first time after that, there's like a transition and that's like right before that's like, they're sitting down on the table talking. Um, and then Jotaro says something about how you're going to use your stand to escape this prison. And then she gets up and goes, uh, to the door. And that's when she realizes she doesn't have handcuffs, handcuffs on. Yeah. So the transition happens like right before, right at that. Point. but it because because like it cuts to the the drop the raindrop and then it cuts back to them right whatever raindrop whatever it is yeah um and then it cuts back to them like you don't notice as much the things got brighter also the music changes a little bit ah um you know thinking about it now so i don't remember what is causing this phenomenon i didn't i didn't think that it was all in jolene's head for what it's worth i don't i don't i don't necessarily believe that i i, I know some things but i don't exactly remember why this is happening so it is a bit of a mystery to me yeah i'm not trying to figure out either because i know it's going to be explained and rather than try and deduce something i'm going to try to well i'm going to tell you what i'm going to tell you all what i think and miles well, can also give his own theory if he wants well what i we w- haven't read the manga what i will say and this is again this is an anti-cum interpretation here <laughs> uh what's the cum interpretation it's they're all dreaming because they're being cummed on while they sleep 
and that, that so it's <laughs> it's seeping into the dream world. No, uh, mm. just that I just thought about it, and since we know Araki has like uh, appropriated famous imagery in the past, this is probably like a persistence of memory thing, right? The Salvador Dali uh, mm. painting with the melting clocks, and I think there's mm. a cow and a tree. Yeah. So it's probably kind of a reference to could be uh, that that kind of thing. Could be. Um, and not like a Jackson Pollock kind of reference. You know what I mean? It's not just goo. Things are melting. Yeah. But as to as as for why, we're gonna find out in like probably like ninety minutes when we go watch this in our little basement. Mm-hmm. But we're we don't know when we record this podcast, which is now. When we record this now, we genuinely don't remember what the fuck is happening. Well, we, don't we don't know. know. I don't remember. I should know. Mark doesn't remember the manga and I... Because I read it back in 1982 or however old I am. I can only guess. Yeah. Yeah, it looked... We'll get yeah, to sleep. I'm covered in cum. Oh, no. It looked like a weird combination, though, like, because I'm not sure if they actually... Were they really melting? Because you can't really recover from, like, if that if that's, like, stomach acid or whatever. You know, they, they mentioned the snake being in a snake's stomach. If that was, like, acid... And you were being dissolved, like, can't really come back from that, right? I mean, it's JoJo. We've seen people get really seriously injured and they're just fine. <laughs> like, they're going to turn into, like, liquid. Yeah. So I thought it was, like, a mixture of goo, some kind of weird goo, and... Because it's, like, the goo is, like, dripping in, it seemed like. It's it's hard to tell. And it's also weird that when we see Jotaro and he has, like, a bullet hole, like, goo just shoots out of it. And you're like... Wait, that's not how anybody melts. What the fuck is this? <laughs> it's also weird that Jolene's like, my bullet hole disappears, but there's still like a big dent yeah. in her skin. I don't understand that. Anyway, l- let's keep... Yeah, we're going to recap the show once yeah. we're done with emails. But thanks for writing. <laughs> uh, uh, Jackie, do you want to read the next one? Okay. The next email is from Santiago. New listener. Uh, that's the subject line is new listener. Hello, everyone. I discovered your podcast like three days ago, and I've been really enjoying your conversations about Stone Ocean so far. I'm a huge JoJo's fan. I've read all the manga, but weirdly enough, this is my first time watching the anime adaptation of a part because I need JoJo content while I wait for part nine to be released. So it's nice uh, seeing the little differences. Regarding the baseball kid, his uniform in the manga actually has the Chicago Cubs logo in the hat and in the uniform. While in the anime, you can only see a weird blue, see weird blue ovals, probably because of copyright. However, in the first uh, Stone Ocean trailer, you can actually see the logo in the uniform. So it definitely was a last minute change they had to do. I don't really have a question. I just wanted to say again that I've been really enjoying your podcast and I'll probably be listening to the older episodes in the near future. P.S. Happy Holidays. P.S. (laughs) 2. That last comment Jackie made regarding the uh, part order is considered heresy in like 99.9% of JoJo's circles. And it's like the most unpopular of unpopular opinions. I don't agree with you, Jackie, but I'm open-minded. Okay. (laughs) I am leaning more towards Jackie's side of things, except I don't just think you should read JoJo backwards. To recap for listeners that are only listening to this episode and not previous ones, or they don't remember what I said. I said... Uh, start from the oldest one and no. go backwards. Start from sorry. Start from the newest one and go backwards. Yeah, I'm saying start from Reverse. this this arc and go backwards, then forwards. Because mm. if you can't handle JoJo at its come, 
then you can't handle JoJo. You don't deserve JoJo at its fun. So you start at this episode. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I was talking to a Discord admin and fan of the show, uh, Aaron, Mm -hmm. earlier. And he was shout outs to Aaron, shout outs to the fan discord that we're not responsible for. Yeah, <laughs> but we do use. Yeah. Uh, and he was saying like, oh, how do you deal with trying to explain to people like have, having to get people into Jojo? But then they they come upon weird stuff like the Alessi stuff where he's like turning the people into babies and the babies mm-hmm. are fondling women yeah. and stuff. And I'm like, I, I can understand why that might be hard for some people to deal with. But if they can't accept that stuff then maybe fuck them you know then don't watch jojo's if you well can't handle it doesn't have to be for everyone you know that's right we we had we had one uh, i remember we had when we had charles on he 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 was the one guest who was like i hated that show (laughs) i hated that episode he just said he's like she's like i didn't really like it yeah no i don't think i don't think dave liked it either but he also had one of the like silliest part four stories with the rock Mm. paper scissors okay um and we've probably also had other people who didn't like it, but didn't express it. <laughs> yeah, but didn't but didn't say it outright. People who may have said things like, it was interesting. Yeah. Or other things. <laughs> That's my dad's famous review of The Matrix. When we were kids, we showed my dad The Matrix. Right at the credits, my dad's like, that was interesting. I'm like, he hated it. He hated it. <laughs> um, which is fine. Look. Listen, all I know is I showed my friend the first three episodes of Sto- Stone Ocean and she wanted to keep watching it. So I think that that ah. and then and then but like it makes sense, right? Like if you watch I mean, I haven't seen all of Stone Ocean, obviously, because we're watching episode by episode for the podcast. But if you watch Stone Ocean and then you're like, now who, who's Jotaro? Like now you got to go back and see a season. Maybe, maybe, maybe the order should be. Uh, part five, then part three is Jojo's uh, uh, Jotaro's origin. Uh huh. So part five, then part three, then you got to see Joseph's origin. So <laughs> then two, two, then one. Wait, but maybe after three, you should watch one to see who Dio is. Mm. And then you see two to see like Hamon more good. Better. Okay, so five, three, one. <laughs> no, not five, six. Are we on part six now? We're on part six, which is oh. season five. Oh, 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 oh. So right, right, right. You're, you're saying six, three, one, two. And then is it four five or five four? Do we go five to keep with Dio and then you go to four? Four could be its own thing. You could just watch four by itself. No, I think I think we figured it out. The ultimate order <laughs> is part six, then three, then one, <laughs> then two, then five, then four. And then seven and eight. I, I like my backwards. You know what? Fuck it. Then I like eight, the backwards. Then seven. <laughs> I like I like backwards watching. Or or start at the newest one and then go back to the beginning. Start at whatever the newest one is and then go back to the You could also do this podcast order where you go four. Yeah, our podcast then order. Then 90s OVAs, <laughs> then one, two, three, four. I think that's a good order. That's what, that's, I mean, that's pretty much what we did, right? I never saw Judges I, I genuinely recommend people either just do regular fucking order, deal with the corniness of part one, shut up, or start at part three and then go from one. I guess technically that that's is what it. I did. I start. I started at, we started at part. I started at part one before there was a podcast, That's and right. then, okay. But Miles has only seen the podcast order, right, Miles? Yeah. And you're fine with it, correct? Yeah, I 
it made me like the show. I think, yeah, I think you've said that if you started on part one, you might not know if you actually yeah. would have enjoyed it or stuck with it. Yeah. I recommend people start with Cool Shock BT and then read Bao and then read <laughs> one, two, three, four, and you're not allowed to complain at all because it's all good and brilliant and Araki never forgets anything and mm-hmm. it all makes sense if you try hard. Let's move on to the next email. Uh, oh, there's also, there's a follow-up to that email about the, it, that it's about Mr. Baseball Kid's uniform. Uh, so Santiago continues and said, yeah, thinking that, that nothing was going to change with regards to the, the baseball uniform, but uh, right after, like less than a day after they sent that email, David Production released a redesign for uh, Baseball Bat Boy. Uh, and some people have said that they even replaced the original Netflix episodes with the new ones that have a redesign, and they attached a screenshot of uh, Jolene realizing that she's in Jizz World. Yeah. And the baseball boy. And I'm, his hat says GD on it. Like it's a cool green dolphin yes, kind of logo. Yes, and it has do- dolphins on it. This is oh, what, yeah. when we watched it today, I was like, I thought his uniform was different because we, we we rewatched it. We watched it last week and then we rewatched it this week. Uh, I, mean, I mean, we watched it last week and we rewatched it today. And I noticed, I was like, I don't remember the GD. I thought it looked like a Cubs logo or, you know. It was, yeah, pretty much a Cubs logo. I don't this, remember these dolphins. This is the epic we we live in, you know, just this age of correct it as you want streaming shit. Can you guys imagine it's all watching? Kanye's fault. It's Kanye's fault and it's George Lucas's fault. But God, it would be so bad to watch Star Wars in the age of like streaming. I feel like you'd be in a movie watching Star Wars and then like a CGI Jabba the Hutt would just appear in the background in the middle of watching it. You'd be like, what the fuck? And he's like, uh, I decided there should be a Jabba the Hutt in, in episode four. So you Good know George, who he was. by the way. It's not a it's not a great George Lucas. I've never tried it before. Uh, look, I don't hate him. I think he has terrible taste, and he needs other people to to make it make sense. What if you watched uh JoJo's in Star Wars order? Wait, what Star Wars order though? <laughs> the like original that it came out. Four, five, six, one, two, three. Yes. That's not bad. <laughs> that could work because people there's people who say that like there was like a a neo like sort of like the prequels aren't terrible kind of order where it was like watch episodes one then two yeah then start at episode four blah 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 and jump it around and shit which to me makes no sense to jump from like a late 90s movie aesthetic yeah that is aware of its own like commodification and cultural saturation and then jump to like 1970s like we're a bunch of dickheads with miniatures on a small set that's just that doesn't make any sense um, but whatever, you know, yeah. JoJo's, uh, you know, the art style, you'd also be giving yourself whiplash, I guess. Mm. Looking at dinky little Koichi and dinky, uh, villains to, to going to, you know, Jonathan who, when he's jacked, he looks like he swallowed another person. Mm. Anyway, uh, this next email is from Katie. And the subject line is just episodes three and four. Greetings, JJB pod. Hope everyone is enjoying the holidays. We are. Yes. John Golly A made for some great discussion. Peach emoji. <laughs> While kind of silly, I believe his thick posterior gives him a sniping advantage. I used to compete in an indoor rifle league where we would fire at targets from the four common shooting positions. Prone, sitting, kneeling, and offhand. Being a rather skinny or bony person, it was hard for me to hold some of the positions for a long time. In comparison, I bet John Galley can stay in the same spot for a long time due to the cushioning. LOL. 
Another interesting factor would be your heartbeat. When using high-powered scopes, the crosshairs would dance around in rhythm with our breathing and heartbeat. With a little more fat on you, the impact of your pulse is lessened some. And while Zhang Ali can't see in the traditional way, his heartbeat still transfers and can alter a bullet's trajectory. Anyways, thank you for indulging my dumb theory. Best regards, Katie. P.S. I'm glad this season has no shortage of horny so far. Huh. Good house needs a solid foundation. <laughs> is that is that is that something people say about butts? Yeah, they're what? talking about butts. Mm. Ah. Before they ever talked about houses, they talked about butts. That makes sense. The butt was the first. Um, so I uh, read this email earlier today and I was like, I'm going to look. I was like, Katie has inspired me. I'm going to look up in Google. I'm going to type into the Google box uh, benefits of having a fat ass. Oh. And I forgot to do that. And so I just did it now. And the second link is a Cosmopolitan ar- article oh, with, gee whiz. <laughs> with all the different benefits. Uh there are like you know there's like a, apparently like some random like s- studies that are like that there's like health benefits and it helps your uh helps your posture oh. potentially and different does it say things. sniping and uh number 15 is you have a built-in cushion <laughs> who wouldn't know that you don't even need to say that but it makes sense because i didn't know that the sitting there's 15 there's 15 reasons why having a there's all this good. space they had to fill. <laughs> I, I didn't know about the sitting sniping position. That looks it looks very silly to be sitting on your butt with your like feet crossed over each other. Um, I, I feel like I've seen all, all of these positions in movies. I, <laughs> it looks def- like you should. You're sitting in someone's lap sniping. Which one? Yeah, it does. The sitting one. The like cross-legged one. Yeah. Yeah, like like <laughs> like Jesus should have his hands around his hands, Aww. helping him aim. Right. Yeah, you've definitely <laughs> seen prone, and you've definitely seen maybe not even standing. Standing looks kind of stupid. Y- you can use your knees to kind of help prop up your arms. Yeah, the to... kneeling looks good. Yeah. But uh, yeah, that's yeah. Very that looks like it. That looks like it hurts your butt and your back too. Katie, you let to us know forward. what uh, caliber you shot at that range. Was it twenty twos or was it some silly competition only air powered round that that I won't find exciting. Feel free to let us know in your next email. And have you ever or just let killed Mark a man? Know. <laughs> <laughs> right to my personal email. Mark Mark likes to know about guns. Jojo Mark. <laughs> dot you can uh, write. You can write in uh, to to Miles to talk about sports, and you can write in to Mark to talk about guns. We're gonna start recording this episode in our own separate section, and then write in to me to talk about programming. We're not even gonna record together. We're just gonna do. 30 minutes a piece about our own feelings. <laughs> It'll be our white album. Is that what they did? Yeah, they all did their own songs. Oh. Mm. Or like Outkast released an album where it was like two... Speaker s- Box and The Love Below. Yeah, where it was like... Okay, we can do that. Yeah, <laughs> one of them had Speaker Box and the other one had The Love Below. We each release our own podcast. Miles, you, you know that album, right? Yeah. Who had the Big better? Fan. Who had the better half of the album? I'm gonna be I. So I've I've thought about this, and I of think course. Big Boy's album is probably it's probably the better album. Like it's a, it's a more cohesive set of songs. But I think the love below, like it was way more influential. Like you hear a lot of its influences still today. Really? Wow. 
I think, I I think like so. This- like rappers who are bad at singing who are singing anyway. Mm. Like mm. just that alone. Did they? Did he start that? Uh, Maybe. he didn't start it, but like I don't know, like the the content of it too, like how like emo it was. Mm. Is not like typical. Was not typical rap content at the time. Mm. Okay, but I, there are some clunkers on that on that side of the album. I didn't never listen to the album, but I like the singles uh, from the uh, Big Boys side of the, the album. way you move. Yeah, uh, yeah, I like that song. I don't know what I don't know if he has any other ones. I think there was another one that I also liked, but I liked I like the way you move. I think And Andre has Caroline. Right uh, or yeah. roses, I think it's called. Mm. And is Heya on? Uh, yeah, I think it is. Side oh yeah, yeah, it's Heya. Huge hit, huge hit, huge hit. I like. There was a line. Uh, I like that song for a particular line, and I now I don't remember what it what it is. It's the one where he says, "All right." No, like a lot. No, no. Okay, <laughs> it doesn't matter. Uh, Miles, do you want to read this next email? This next email is from Chad. Podcast guest extraordinaire. Uh, the subject line is the Melting Visitation Room. Aloha, JJB Pod Ohana. First off, thank you so much for letting me join you on last week's pod. It was a lot of fun, and I hope my fellow listeners didn't mind my contributions to the conversation. Anyway, since this week's JoJo episode didn't really introduce any new characters, does flesh melting goo count? I went back and found a voice connection I missed. Dummy, thick, sightless sniper man John Golly shares his voice actor with the captain of the Karasuno High men's volleyball team, Daichi Sawamura in Haikyuu. Oh, nice. I have an idea about what's going on in this episode, and it's basically that there's got to be another unseen stand user involved besides John Golly A. My only point of real confusion, which will hopefully be cleared up next episode, is figuring out at what point the illusion started and how much of what we've seen so far was actually real. I hope everyone had a happy holidays, and if you got any presents... I hope they were exactly what you've always wanted. Either way, I also want to wish everyone a happy new year. Mahalo, Chad. P.S. It's a good thing for John Gallier that snipers by trade don't move around a lot because the clap of his butt cheeks could be trouble. <laughs> Chad's video attached here is the uh, is an animated version of the Solid Snake is Dummy Thick uh, copy pasta where he keeps talking about being dummy, dummy thick and the clap of his ass cheeks keeps alerting the guards. Because he's mm. trying to sneak around. So, we, so is it a is it an advantage or a disadvantage having that fat ass? Well, that's the question. Or if if your butt cheeks are clapping together too much, you know, then you're going to have trouble doing stealth missions. I think if you're standing still, your butt cheeks aren't going to clap. He's got it. Like, well, um, you got if you're sneaking, unless, unless he's like like squatting down and like twerking while. Like that's got to be hard. He'd also but... have to be in like very skimpy underwear because if you're wearing pants, I don't think your cheeks can really. Yeah, that and much. He, I think his pants are tight. So pants are like the silencer of the ass che- ass cheek claps. You know what I mean? Mm. Yeah, mm-hmm. I know mm-hmm. what you mean. Mm-hmm. But I, I think if you were trying to like disguise yourself, say you're like, I'm gonna knock out this soldier and wear his clothes like in a spy movie, they might be like, Wait a minute, I don't remember having a caked up soldier in my <laughs> battalion. <laughs> Who is that? God damn. You know, you might give yourself away. Have we talked about butts enough? Here's a, here's a question for you guys. Just play like Nicki Minaj ass as like the intro no, and outro. No, no, no. No, but, not Nicki Minaj. Uh, who is Big it? Big Sean. Big Sean. Nicki Minaj features is featured on that song. Yeah. Uh, we, we have too much outcast talk to not. <laughs> and, and we don't really see John Galley's ASS. 
in this this episode. Mm. We see a lot of his EYEs, you know. Mm-hmm. Oh, let, right. me, let me ask, uh, Miles, did you get anything good for uh, for Christmas? Let's see. What did I get for Christmas? A new wallet. Oh, nice. nice. Did you lose yours, you irresponsible fool? No, it's just old as fuck. I got um, a surge protector. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Practical. Um, do you find, and, uh, um, I think this list isn't going to get more interesting, so I'm just going to ask you, do you, <laughs> do you find it hard to jump to a new wallet? I'm always scared to replace mine because I'm just like, what if I don't have the right space? Do you know what holds me back? It's What's spending that? money on the wallet. It's like a mental block for me. Because you put money in it? Yeah, because it's like, I don't know. I don't Too much know what irony. it is. Wow. I think you, you need to do some soul searching and you need to figure this out. I really do. Otherwise, you're going to have a um, crumbly, leather, nasty wallet just melting like know. the walls of this episode. <laughs> anyway. Uh, I also got um, uh, the New York Times book review had its, its like 150th anniversary and they put out a book of, the, of all the reviews. Not all the reviews, but like their most notable reviews, including one of a pan of Mein Kampf. Did not like it. Oh. That's good. Good for you, NYT. Well, mm-hmm. I'm sure they probably yeah. like said that but they they didn't uh they didn't release their like glowing review of the protocols of the elders of zion or something like, right. they were like some other racist the books stuff. they were like great great <laughs> stuff fantastic work um miles i think it's interesting that you find it difficult to deal with the recursive irony of spending money on a wallet but you're fine getting a book about books oh no but i guess it's not your a loss you're just getting book it reviews Right. Like, it's mm-hmm. just the reviews. Here's a question. Who reviews the Sorry. book review book? Mm. Oh, oh, God, I don't know. If I, if I were Washington Post or The New Yorker or something, I would jump at the chance to give this a very mediocre review. You can just give yeah. it a review on Amazon. Yeah. But on Amazon, there, there are no rules anyway. You could just write whatever. Mm-hmm. You just write pant and give it two stars. What did you guys get? Anything? Yes. What did you give each other? Mark got me a water cooler. <laughs> yes. That is somewhat of a house a house type gift, but I like when Mark buys the things that we need so I don't have to think about them and he can look at all the reviews and he can measure things and he can find the best. Yeah, well, <laughs> well best my thing. my thing with the the like my want for the water is like just that I'm tired of filling up the Brita, but it was Jackie's idea because you wanted to make a little tea area. Yeah, we don't need to get into the whole. It, there's a lot of, of our logi- home, there's but... a lot of logistics around. One fucking our fridge. We don't need to go. In. Our fridge doesn't. You can't get water out of the out of the fridge, even though it has one of those things. Where, I don't know. It's no one cares. There's just a lot. It's complicated, but I'm very happy to get a water cooler. But now we need to get a plumber to hook it up to the water line. Yeah, some some bullshit. Yeah, some more bullshit. Owning a house, everyone's like, you can do whatever you want in a house, and it's like, yeah, it's all a pain in the ass. It's another thing to do. <laughs> and now, Mark, since we both, well, uh, yeah, yeah, you're still working from home sometimes. Well, since we both work from home, we can chat around the water cooler like it's an we office. Can. We could be like, That's have right. you seen uh, the basement yet? <laughs> have you looked? Have you, have, you, have you been down there? You guys ever watch uh, JoJo's? <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, Jackie got me a, a book that I was, uh, that I just recently found out about. Uh, actually, we mentioned the YouTuber video essayist Hazel on the pod last week when I was talking to Chad uh, about like old ass VHS anime. And she had pointed to a book called Otaku, the database animals, 
Uh, so it's this like early 2000s book that's trying to explain the phenomenon of otaku, uh, which I think like probably still is very relevant today. But at the same time, it's like otaku is probably like so much more of like the culture at large in Japan instead of like this growing subculture. It's like, yeah, that's everything. That's media. Um, and uh, she also got me a uh, third party controller for the Switch that I wanted because specifically I've heard it's good for Tetris 99. Uh, because yeah. anyone who's tried to get really good at Tetris 99 knows that the controller matters. You know? It good does luck. feel good, the controller. It's nice and clicky. Yeah. Yeah. It clicks. Yeah, I think that's it. I don't think anybody got me anything else. Oh, your mom got me chocolates. Those yes. are good. Anyway. Oh, yeah. I think some of the gifts... Oh, like the... We, we got like an egg thing. It's <laughs> like an egg souffle maker thing. Like a fluffy egg... It's it's like a it's really small. You know, it's not like even the size of a George Foreman grill. And your parents got did your parents get you anything for Hanukkah? I don't think so. I think my mom wrote us a check. <laughs> <laughs> That's nice. Like I'm still eleven years old. <laughs> it's great. I'll take it. Yeah, it's good. You write me a check, I'm not ripping it up. Anyway. Anyway, now you read the Patreon. Yes. <laughs> Those were emails. Well, what we just talked about had nothing to do with email. But before we talked about holiday gifts, we read emails sent to jojosbizarrepod at gmail.com. You too can be a part of this podcast's future, uh, wherever it leads, probably not to a good place. But if you want to support the show and you're not good at writing, you can go to patreon.com slash jjbpod and subscribe to help us out. You can pay either $1 or $3 a month. Both get you access to the extra content we put on the Patreon feed. Uh, and at the $3 level, we will say thank you personally in a heartfelt manner like so. So thank you so much to Ken Barron. Kasoon. Caleb. Lord Zendar. Jumbo. Katie. Bloof. Nocturnal. Kane. Kaden. Nick. Austin. Tim. Tyler. Martin. Michael. Christian. And Chad. Thank you all very much. Nice harmony, by the way, on Chad. <laughs> I'll try to line that up. I also realize that when I say Michael now, I'm, I'm kind of imitating the little kids that Michael Jackson rescues in the Moonwalker video game. Mm. When he, like, you know, rescues the kids, they go, Michael. 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 Mm. I don't know That's any troubling. other sound effects from this game. Hey. Don't you dare. Uh, yeah. So once again, that is patreon.com slash jjbpod. Folks, we need to take a break before we get into a step-by-step -step recap of Stone Ocean Episode 4. We will be right back. All right, let's talk about The Visitor Part 2, Episode 4 of Stone Ocean. Uh, let me get out my nerd shit, and then we'll talk about uh, each event. It covers chapters 13 to the beginning of chapter 17 of the original manga. Uh, and uh, I didn't find any original chapter names that were fun, but I, I couldn't pick my favorite Araki chapter comment mm. from each week it came out. So here are two. Okay. One of them, I don't know if it's chapter 14 or 15. He says, a dentist I know won't fix my cavity because he says he's scared. It's not fair. <laughs> What? I have no idea. Okay. And the thing is, I, I read these on the JoJo did wiki. Say, did he say a dentist he knows or a dentist friend? 
a dentist I know. Okay. And, and you know... I, it's not his dentist. I don't, it's just a, a guy that he knows who's a dentist. Yeah, maybe that's what it is. The yeah. guy's like, I'm not your dentist. I'm not going <laughs> to fuck... I'm scared because you're not... We're not insured, but I don't know how shit works. It's like his brother-in-law or something. <laughs> yeah. I, I love that he says, it's not fair. I'm like, Aww. all right. Uh, I hate to tell you this, but that dentist is not going to be successful for long if he's scared of a fucking cavity. The other comment that I like... Uh, is among the CDs I've recently listened to, Metallica's S&M, Symphony and Metallica, live album was pretty good. Okay. Uh, and I know that album because my brother liked it a lot. That's the whole it. comment? Yeah. I mean, it makes sense. If you're going to like, if you're into JoJo's, you know Araki likes music. He likes sharing his musical tastes. I think it's fair for him to be like, hey, this album's pretty good. Mm-hmm. And we do so, know he likes Metallica. That's at least more relevant than the dentist one. Yeah, the dentist. I mean, he's done some stuff with teeth, but uh, uh-huh. yeah, that one is a little bit out there. But that's the thing is, I was like, maybe the JoJo Wiki writers, like, maybe they're not the best at English because sometimes I get the the feeling that that it's a, a second or third language of theirs. Mm. But I like looked at the Japanese comment. Like, like I maybe, ran it through a translator, and nope, that's what he said. Maybe there's a pun or something there. Like maybe it's a joke, you know? Like maybe there's some kind of like wordplay there that we're missing. We need to <laughs> get a. F- friends with a Japanese person who yeah. won't mind if I just like email them random shit and I'm just like hey uh, help me with this mm-hmm. what the fuck does this is this is this really what he said wow yeah. anyway so yeah this episode is uh it's it's a continuation of basically last episode's cliffhanger which is not always the case okay I know I always would say we pick up where we left off yeah because <laughs> yeah but sometimes it's like all right that arc is over mm-hmm. you know but this one is like last episode, it left us wondering what was going to happen. Jolene and Jotaro were trapped in the visitation room, right? Yeah. And yeah. they knew about Manhattan Transfer trying to give them their keys back, floating around. It looks like it's going to give you your keys back. Don't. It's you, called Manhattan Transfer? Fuck. I was going to ask you guys if you knew what Downtown Transfer's real name was. I would not have guessed that. I knew. That. How'd you, you knew, know? Miles, how'd you know? I know Manhattan Transfer. If there was going to be anybody who would know, it was going to be you, Miles. Who? What What do you know about Manhattan they Transfer? Like, they do like, I don't know, these sort of cheesy vocalese versions of like jazz songs, like Grazing in the Grass. Uh, I don't know what that is. You know that, that Hugh Masekela song that's like... They do like a... No. A vocal version of Grazing in the Grasses. I think that's them. They look like four corny white people. They uh, are four corny white people. What is like that? What is that? that there's like a lyrics to jazz songs. There's that. Yeah. yeah that thing that we all needed. Oh, they, so they make up yeah. lyrics to songs that have no lyrics. I appreciate that. No. The only <laughs> time you should do that is when you're like making it about like dicks or something. When you're just being mm. stupid. I don't want to hear like what these randos think. Like I want to listen to jazz music by someone and think like man what were they feeling you know and try to picture it through the through the music no i can't listen to music that doesn't have i don't need to hear some third party being like grass is green in some places and in other i think their most famous song is uh you know the weather report song birdland it's one of those songs where if i hear it i'll know it but off the top of my head i can't the the melody's like and then a bunch of like sick ass bass by Jaco Pastorius. Oh, right. He was in that. Okay. Yeah. The lyrics, 
they they added lyrics to that so it's like da, 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 total swing yeah down in birdland like it's just a song about like how cool jazz is that sounds like it sucks they've won grammys though it sounds corny it does sound very corny it's but you know it's it's like how we talk about how we don't know how corny japanese uh voicing is mm-hmm. araki has no idea he thinks they're super cool yeah what's that like okay, modern... i was mistaken what they didn't do the vocal version of grazing in the grass that was the friends of distinction okay Mea culpa. They... i've been trying to say this a hundred times i can still not remember the name of the band isn't there a modern acapella group that does some corny stuff? Is it pentatonics? Don't, I don't know. Don't they do a corny. bunch? Of, are they not corny? I apologize. I think they're corny. It's acapella. Oh. Yeah, I guess that's different, right? You're not writing, you're not making up song lyrics. You're just making music with your mouth, which is fine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what is singing if not making music with your mouth? A lot of instruments also require your mouth to blow into things. Oh, yeah. Specifically. Mm-hmm woodwinds and brass yes and then like a few weirdo instruments like uh actually i don't even know if that like the 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 bagpipes <laughs> or something i think that might be a woodwind okay i think you could call it that i'm thinking more of the it's not a concertina the mellotron that's it the the the, the fucking keyboard you blow into i don't know what that is kind of sounds like keyboard a, you blow into yep i said okay. it right okay if you heard it you know it okay anyway uh, so yeah, it's, 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 it's a wonderfully Araki-esque example of like badass, like fun concept of like, what if a sniper were blind and he's like scary, he's very powerful. He hasn't pinned down, but he's named after like a corny ass band <laughs> from the eighties. <laughs> but, but so can we talk about like what I want? I want, I think we should talk about overarching what we think this like dream. I, Cause I have a lot of questions and then we can do the beat by beat if, if you want to do that, but yeah. like, so d- was that even his stand? Like, d- because, <laughs> so what I think, right. Me, we don't really know when. So I think, so because she wakes up at the table with Jotaro, I think, I think it must've, and like the, she must've entered a dream. Like when Jotaro was, when they were sitting at the table and he was explaining stuff to her. Um, But it's weird though, because, So I rewatched it. The si- the you notice that there's like smoke on the oh my god water there's and like, fire in the sky. <laughs> there's so many things. There's 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 a, a a lit cigarette on the table because you see the smoke. You don't see the cigarette, but you see like the smoke all of a sudden in the screen, and that's before the filter changes. Okay. So it's like somehow now there is like suddenly a cigarette. Well, I would know? don't take the filter too literally as like when they enter dreamland. You don't know. It could just be that because someone notices a cigarette, then like the frame, the like mindset changes or something. Yeah. Well, to me, I think it's like every, every, to, I, I, every time you see the, the water droplet or whatever, the goo droplet, um, it, it, Get, I feel like you're getting going deeper and deeper into the dream because it gets weirder. Like there, it kind of the mood changes each time a little bit. It gets a little weirder. Yeah, and we don't really know that it's a dream, right? Like I think I so this is my theory because I have a lot of questions. Like, but I think that she was hallucinating, and I think that Jotaro must have also shared some of that hallucination with her. Like they were they're working in the same. Um, but they're but they're asleep or whatever. Do you say that because he's going along with it, and then later he's like, "What are you talking about? What kid?" I say that because 
she um you know she notices her handcuffs are missing they notice the cigarette um and after that when she's like moving towards the door and jotaro's like get away from the door um she goes to get shot and he uses his stand but she wouldn't know what his stand is right so i think Mm. somebody has like somebody has knowledge either jotaro is really there and they're they're working together on this hallucination but it's like a dream where you can like kind of like at like you it's still like stuff that you know but i think it's like a shared dream or a shared like some kind of shared dream or it's it's not jotaro but somebody's influencing the dream and that person knows jotaro's stand because she has no knowledge of his stand right so she she'd probably picture a stand that just like calls the airline and gets you a flight out of town (laughs) <laughs> to leave your family while you do other shit yeah i don't know but that's why i think that it's not just she was dreaming however i will say that as much as we don't like to believe it animes are cartoons and it used to bug me a lot as a kid when you'd see like doug funny from the tv show doug mm-hmm. and he'd like imagine something that was like coming up like oh no like i have to go to this place I've never been to. He has to go to the dentist and the, right. the dentist that he imagines in the office looks exactly like the one that right. he ends up going to that he's never been and to they, before. And they do that because we're dumb kids watching the show and we would be confused if mm-hmm. what he pictured was, you know, he was afraid of didn't actually look the same look when the he same. showed up. But it would bother me because in real life as a kid, I'd picture going to the dentist and the room is laid out totally differently. There's no mm-hmm. stairs up to the office and the dentist looks like some fucko. I don't know. And then yeah. you get there and he's totally different or it's a woman. And, yeah. you know, there's just double doors right there. And it's like, oh, OK, I didn't even picture it right. So yeah. maybe that's what's happening here. Maybe she shouldn't know what his stand looks like. But we're dumbasses. And Araki, can't. he doesn't he wants to fool us. But did she see his stand? Yes. Yeah, she shouldn't out. have been. A- I think Jackie's correct that she wouldn't have seen his stand. No, I agree. I agree. I'm just wondering if it's something where Araki is trying and to fool us. And he says the name of it too. He says the name of it. Jotaro says, he, oh, he says time stop. So like, you know, like you would have to know what it looks like and what it does. The time stop. But maybe thing. he's just writing that in for us to see. And in reality, in Jolene's mind, either it does nothing at all. Mark, the only reason you could be defending this so hard is because you think you because you know what's have, happening. No, I have no idea what's happening. Okay. I just like playing devil's advocate. And I think it'd be stupid. I, I, here's the thing is I worry that even if I did try to come up with what I think it is, I have I have. OK, I have vague memories of like stands and stuff that are coming up. Mm-hmm. So even if I'm wrong, I'm going to start telling you about stands you don't know about yet. So I don't want to even do that. Okay. Plus, I know that when we're done recording, we're going to go downstairs and probably find out what the fuck is happening. And if we don't find out what the fuck is happening, I'm going to be pissed. I want to know what Miles thinks. Miles, what do you think the situation is? I kind of took it at face value. I've only watched it once, so I'm still like absorbing what happened. But so here's my read on it. All of it was a dream. I don't know exactly at what point the dream started. I think Manhattan Transfer is just not his stand, and he mm-hmm. has a different stand. So she dreamed up the but whole it, gun thing and the keys jingling, but his stand is the jizz? Yes, I think his stand is the jizz. You can Which is a, a shame, word. because I think it's a, coo- it's a really cool stand idea. Mm. It is a cool stand idea, except the thing that really bothers me is... You know, it's like any other stand where it's like the concept is thinking about wind and air currents 
And so, of course, that's taken to the maximum level, right? Mm -hmm. And Araki breaks out things like, even if the skin feels wind, it by nature contracts and expands. But these motherfuckers are talking the entire time. When you talk, air comes out of your mouth. It influences the air around you. Sound is literally vibrations through the air. And as we know, it can travel long strings between cups. So, like, they shouldn't even be talking because (laughs) Mm -hmm. he could hear that and know exactly where they are and just shoot them in the mouth. Yeah. Because even if that's not, like, in the brain, getting shot in the mouth, hey, I don't know this, but it probably sucks. Yeah. It's like he's built this, like, big deck of, like, house of cards and he just knocks it over. You know, with, like, with all these explanations about how the stand works and then it's just like, no, it doesn't actually matter. It was a dream. It doesn't have to make sense. Yeah. Yeah, that's why I'm hoping I, I'm hoping that it that some of this is real and some of it is not. What are you hoping to be real? Because it it wouldn't make sense for the stand to be real if unless maybe some of the stuff in the room was real. Well, if they're having shared Oh yeah, cuz cuz Joe Taro didn't really know much about the stand at all, right? But he did he did tell them facts. He did tell Jolene at some point about Jongali's skills and his past. Yeah, but that was, I think, before they were in a dream. It would be weird to see Araki write a stand that doesn't exist. Well, like, John Gallier right. has to exist. We saw his butt. Like, Jolene didn't invent that. Ass that ass was real. <laughs> yeah. We all saw that ass. And yeah, they- and she, there's still a picture of him in, like, post-dream. Yeah. So that's real. And the baseball bat boy is real. Um, yeah. cause he gives her the bone and she still has that. Also, uh, Jackie, he does not have a bat. He has a ball and a glove. Okay. I'm thinking I said of a baseball max, bat boy because I'm, that's a, that's a Max Payne character. Yeah. That's a mascot in Max Payne. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> it's a, uh, it's also, like, I think it's a gang in, um, warriors. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh. In, in Max Payne, there's like a, uh, because Max Payne, the original is like, it's like a comic book that you're playing <laughs> as a video. It's like a noir comic book. And then in that comic book, there's a, another comic book. It's like I thought it was a t- it's not a TV show. That's part two, Mark. That's Max okay, Payne Max two. Payne 2, you get a Max TV Payne show. two is a TV show. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, so about the baseball boy, I my theory is that he also that he I think he has like psychic powers or something because he knew he told her like don't go into that room. But I also think that he was he was able to go into her mind or something and and that he was there in her dream, but like kind of intercepting the stand or whatever it was that was making them hallucinate. Because when he was talking to her in the dream, um, and his voice was echoey, but no one else's voice is echoey. And that was in the English and in Japanese, his voice is ah. echoey. So it's like, it's almost, you know, it's, it's like sometimes they put that effect when people are like trying to psychically talk to each other. Or they talk internally. Yeah. Yeah. So he, yeah. So he had a, kind of like an echoey voice. Um, and so that's why I think that maybe he has like some special powers that like, he can see the future or something and that's why he was able to warn her but also that he like like he has psychic powers like he was able to go into the dream um and like or i don't know yeah i i also i did not love i mean i know that it's a jojo thing i can't remember if jotaro does it too much but when jolene outwits jongali by you know revealing that she burst a gas pipe and she does this whole rant. It's worse than the comic, I think. But she explains like, because gas is heavier than air and blah, 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 blah. In the English dub, they do take the effort to have her say, I remembered something from science. Mm. Or I remembered some mm. science about gas being heavier than air. Because it is very silly. 
that she who, you know, Chad's interpretation of like the last episode where she's like, I don't know what it's called, but like how air moves. And it's like, right, she's not a genius. She's mm-hmm. like a dropout. She wouldn't know how to talk about aerodynamics. But in this case, she's like, gas, the mass of gas is more dense than air. And therefore, you know, it's like, what the fuck? Why do yeah. you know this? Why is she a scientist? Uh, so it makes more sense to lean closer to being like, I know that gas can distort things you yeah. know, or something. Also, when I watched, I rewatched it again in Japanese and the subtitle made more sense in Japanese than the English talking did. on that line for that part of it. Yeah. For that part of it where she explains her, her gas uh, idea. It makes more sense reading the subtitle than it does whatever the hell she's saying. Yeah. I'm finding that sometimes I prefer the dub and yeah. sometimes I like the subtitles better. I did not like what did he say in the dub when the sniper fires? When the sniper he says, fires, he says something about the which, head which about time? a headshot. Uh, when he's going to when he's going to shoot what he thinks is Jolene's head. Oh, he says something that I was like, that's a little too clever. What is this? But in the in the oh yeah, he says uh he says say cheese or something like that. Yes, <laughs> he says say cheese, and uh, I was like, why would he say that? This isn't a photo. Yeah. Uh, and in the in the original, he just says shoot, which also makes no sense because it sounds like you're telling someone else to do something. Like I think in English, I don't know if the military would ever say firing or something, but still, just saying shoot makes more sense to me, or it's less cheesy. Okay, so Miles thinks it was all a dream, but we don't it was know. All a dream. We don't know exactly when it started. I have several theories, but I think it's a joint hallucination. I think Baseball Bat Boy could go in on it. I think I think there's layers to it too because if it seems like they go like deeper and deeper. Like they might have gone into it be- slightly before the filter changed, I think. But that'd be hard to. The dream. Yeah. Yeah, the dream does get weirder and deeper. Yeah, the longer. So there, it goes there on. could be something to that, but mm-hmm. like I don't know. I like I was like, I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> the first time so I watched I just, it, like, I need. Yeah, I had no idea. I was like, what is happening? I, I just like need this explained to me, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Jotaro is being so annoying towards the end of this episode where he's like, uh-huh. what are you talking about? And she's like, look, he's right there. Drunk Ali A is here. And he's just like, that's impossible. He's so far away. It's like, motherfucker, she's clearly upset about something behind you. At least pretend that it's a third person, that it's another villain or something, you know? But it's that he just stands there in the open and it's like, he's in the men's prison. How could he? You don't know. I, I wrote you don't down, know what other stands are I, out there. I wrote down that at that part, he's a robot. Like, yeah. And I, oh, actually, okay, so a theory about it, this. It is, it is, it is good, like, kind of tension and scary for him to keep being like, well, I don't know what you're talking about. What do you mean? That's, like, scary. If you think you have an ally and then suddenly they're yeah. like, what do you mean? Yeah. So, so theory about that. Uh-huh. When they're in the room together, it's a joint hallucination between them two. But when she, when she leaves the room ah. and he, he, I guess, leaves the room too, he probably has a different hallucination. But I think that when they leave the room, like, in, like, their, their brains are now inventing different things right they don't have the shared context of the room anymore that's what i think kind of makes sense we know we do know that they they interestingly do show him talking to himself after she leaves the room he mm-hmm. does say a few things to himself uh on that note sort of can you guys figure out what scene they added for this episode that was not in the comic did anything strike you as feeling like something the anime wanted to throw in there the fly thing no, that's in there. No, really, I was gonna, I was gonna say like John is John Gallier part of this hallucination or who's like is well, that's he another good is question, he hallucinating? That 
he has all these monologues yeah. and I'm i like, love his monologues too and i love hearing that he like loved dio or whatever i think that's yeah great. they're actually in love it's confirmed in english and japanese it's confirmed he they says love they're each in other. love no he says my love okay well okay sorry there's, i think it's a one-way there's thing. a difference there's a sure 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 yeah. but he calls in the japanese version he calls him my rock or something like that and in the english version he calls him my heart yeah so he loves him. It's yeah. love. It's romantic. Um, the thing they added was when Jotaro goes into like the prison and the guard is like, hey, what are you doing here? There's an alarm and you can't just walk in here. And he does yeah. a time stop and the guard's like, huh, what? <laughs> uh, I didn't think that the anime really needed to add that. It is sort of fun to see Jotaro use time stop to just ignore somebody. I feel like yeah. It, mm-hmm. I feel like Jotaro would probably more just be like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> like, yeah. I'm very tall and imposing and I have to find my daughter, so shut up. But, uh, or you just don't show it, but whatever. Yeah, she got them out of that room. Uh, there there were a, there were two exits already. Like the one, like that she didn't go down, the the hole that the Which makes boy no told sense. her about, but she didn't go down. And then the door, she just like broke the panel or something because yeah. the, the John Gallier stand went away and so well, suddenly... The, the, yeah, the John Gallier stand did go away, but yes, yeah, strangely... She, said she, th- she thought it was to chase the boy. Right. Well, that's the thing is Jotaro thinks it's waiting outside and she says, nope, you're wrong. It's chasing the boy. Neither of them can really know that. So that, yeah. that is definitely, I think, part of this hallucination. Yeah, because it does seem like dream. It does seem like dream logic. Well, that and I also don't think the whole kick the rock under the pillar and that's a secret exit. Why would that be there? Is this kid tunneling secret things in there? And like, doesn't a pillar need to sit on something Mm -hmm. to support the ceiling? Like, you can't just not have that. It's weird. Um. Yeah, but so she opens the door, and I was thinking, like, couldn't Jotaro like? Like even even with the stand there, even with the stand there, couldn't they stop time, leave the area, and then turn time back on? And now the stand is like looking for them, and, and they're not there. You know? Can he pull other people into his time stopping ability? He can drag people around and stuff. Yeah. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Um. They wouldn't. They wouldn't be able to perceive what's happening. I guess it wouldn't. They wouldn't be able to get very far though. Right. He can only do a few seconds. Sh- yeah. It's just a short amount of time. Okay. Um. So, I mean, it'd be good if they were getting shot again, but he he also wasn't able to do too much because he stopped time when Jolene was getting shot, but she already was shot. She just used uh, Stone Free to, you know, Kevlar vest the bullet. Yeah, but neither so. of them actually got shot. We know that. Right. Right. Yeah, so I guess he could stop time, but for all they know, he'd stop time and then, you know, I don't know if he has like a refractory period. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, speaking of cum... Uh, to, to with his time stop, maybe he has to like wait to charge it up again. But I'm guessing that yeah, John Colley would just be like, uh, I don't know why, but suddenly the air aerodynamics are over there now, and then shoot them. Um, he couldn't like run hundreds of yards away from the prison. Uh, so it's a mystery. But it, for me, it's like one of those things where with JoJo's, it's you often can't sleuth out what is happening or what's going to happen. You know, because it's like ultimately you just have to wait for Araki to explain mm. it. But I do like the yeah. intrigue of figuring out, of of just thinking like, what the fuck could this be? And thinking like, how much of what we saw really happened? Is this a real stand? And <laughs> I'm waiting for his explanation to like, make me even more confused. Yeah. Or go like, w- like what even more? 
I hope it is a stand team up situation because I, I enjoy those. They don't happen very often in JoJo's. Mm. Yeah, I hope they keep the idea of Manhattan Transfer. I, I, I like thinking about it now. Like, what are some of the greatest duos? Name a greater, name a better duo is like uh, Whole Horse and Boingo, where Boingo is predicting the future and Whole Horse has his gun. Mm. Uh, although a lot of Boingo's predictions will stick your fingers up that guy's nose. <laughs> um, oh, but I guess his bullets are coming at that point. And then we have Squalo and Tiziano being like, this guy's going to say stuff he doesn't mean to say. And also there's a shark in your juice. <laughs> uh, that's a good a good team up. Um, oh, and obviously Whole Horse and Jay Guile. That's a great team up. What about Chocolata and... Uh, and Seco? I forget that's who I'm thinking yeah. of. Oh, yeah. What is One of them is like the ground underneath you yeah. melts. And the other thing is what? He was like remember. swimming around in the in the oh, ground. Oh, he can he can swim. Yes, he can swim good. Is that what it is? I think he can swim good. Yeah, good swimming. I'm looking it up. And they both uh, are horny for each other. Yeah, maybe maybe it is two stands and they love each other. It's it's uh, Gallier and uh, some freak, Steel. some other guy, some dream boy, semen knot. Nocturnal Emission. Oh, there you go. That must be That's it. probably an album or something. Uh, as well. Yeah, or something like Nocturnal Transmissions or yeah. something like that. Gross. Liquid Dreams by O-Town. That's what it is. That's what the God stand damn is. it. You've brought this up before. I don't remember <laughs> why. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. So Oasis is, is Seco Stand, which turns things into liquid and so you fall into it. And Green Day is mold, mm. Mm. which somehow the liquid helps it. I don't remember this enough. It was cool. I know that one of them gets the shit beat out of them by Giorno. Um, yeah, I, so I like stand team up. So I, I kind of wonder if that's what this is. Mm. But we will see. Uh, what, what are some other gaps that we haven't addressed? What are some other things in this episode that we missed? We still don't know what the baseball boys deal is and whether he dug all these tunnels throughout the jail mm-hmm. and what he's doing there or if there's actual tunnels we don't know that there's tunnels for real and what position he plays yeah i think he's a catcher i think he's a catcher yeah just for no reason i don't know he looks like he catches balls he has a mitt right i don't think he does have a mitt why am i imagining all baseball a mitt? i think he does have a mitt i'm imagining a mitt i thought he just had the ball but I thought he played first. If if he and does have a mid, we should know immediately if he's a catcher because the catcher's mid is different from all other. Yeah, mids. that's true. Is he a lefty or a righty? We should also figure out. Hmm. I guess it depends what edition of the episodes you're watching. For all we know, yeah. David Pro could flip it out of nowhere. Who knows? Betray us. So I noticed something that's different, but I think it makes a difference in the oh. in the Japanese version versus English. Um, so in the English version, he says um, in one of John Gali, jo, is John Gali? Yeah, John Gali. John John Gali's monologues when he's going to when, when he's going to shoot Jolene, not when he's going to shoot her, but like you know when he's kind of like tracking things with his stand and he's like kind of seeing what's going on. And Jolene shoots out her threads as a net to catch the stand. He says in English, those threads, 
it's Jolene Cujo. Uh, I rec- it's Jolene Cujo. I recognize her stand. Like that's him realizing that Jolene is there, I guess. And he's like, I recognize her stand. And I was like, he doesn't know her stand. Like, how does he know her stand? But in the Japanese version, he says, he says, uh, it's Jolene Cujo. Oh, that must be her stand. You Interesting. Know? So it's slightly different. I wonder. I wonder what the the manga text is. I don't. I don't. Uh, I don't have the raws in front of me, nor would I be able to understand them. But I wonder. It could be that the dub translators and the subtitle translators are both working from the original Japanese audio and coming up with their own interpretations. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, that probably is what it is, rather than the dub people waiting for the subtitles to inform them. Mm. Yeah. So that's interesting, because yeah, saying like, "Oh, I recognize," yeah, stand. That's a choice. Yeah. So I don't know if the subtitlers ignored that point from the original or if the dub people just invented their own thing. It's minor, but are dubs to be trusted now? Can we really trust them to give us the information in the right order? Hmm. It's interesting that her stand affects the air because I kind of thought of stands as like magical and like Mm. ethereal and like wouldn't impact the real world like that unless you wanted them to. But it's the dream world, so it doesn't matter. But they, they do <laughs> yeah. well. They do affect the real world, even if you can't see the stand. It still punches you. That's true. You know what I mean? Like they're basically all just different shaped telekinetic pushes and stuff. They they kind of are just. Wind, so I guess really. they would affect the air. Yeah, I wonder if that means okay, when fine. your stand is out, you're heavier because the stand must have some weight. I don't know. Do we all think that this dream thing is a stand and not that like? So, because another option is that the stand just made them fall asleep, and then the rest of it was just a regular, like, dream that he, normal humans have. Um, maybe, but then why the meltiness? Well, that's not, that's in the real world. Yeah, but why is it melting if the, if the stand just makes them fall asleep? Um, I don't know, because she feels melty in real life. You know how sometimes, like, things in real life affect your dream? Like if it's well, then what then? If like you need to pee and you're you're asleep, like in your dream, you like go to the bathroom. <laughs> Wait, but but then you're not explaining where the melty comes from. Is there a third stand? There's a sleep stand, a gun stand, maybe. No, there's a melty sleep stand. It makes you melty sleep. <laughs> Why would it do that? I don't get it. Well, because because uh, what then? There's three stand. Well, how many stands are there? Maybe there is no goo. It's just very humid in Florida. Because something like had right. to make them sleep, right? I guess. I will say I related yes. very much to... That you can't, they can't just be in the middle of a conversation, both of them fall asleep, and that's very advantageous to like the goo, the goose stand, the melty stand. Yes, I think you're right. I, I did really relate to when Jolene is like half awake and she's like, don't free. And she's like, I have to... I, that, that feels like me on days when I didn't get enough sleep or something's with me. Her thread doesn't work. It's all melty. Yeah, and I, I I feel like that on some days where I'm like, if I could just move. Uh, and then lately I've been taking naps. I've been throwing in the towel and saying, fuck it. I'm going back to bed. But uh, yeah, Just take a nap. Naps are great. Very relatable. Well, it would be bad when I was at work and I'd feel like that. And I'm like, just wake up. And like a cup or two of coffee wouldn't do it. So uh, I don't know. Nothing ever melted around me though. Mm-hmm. And I... As far as you know. Never saw semen. Mm-hmm. Well, not never. Never at work. I don't know. Anyway. <laughs> I, I don't think that it's semen. I think that's just some uh, fan fiction that someone wrote. <laughs> I'm 99.5% sure it's not semen. Yeah. But I'm leaving the door open. 
Okay. I'm not going to say that it's, that it's an optimism, but you never know. I wrote down here, by the way, the, for the first time that I watched this, I wrote down, and Joshar was doing this with a bullet wound in his chest the whole time, because like, yeah, yeah. you see it like squirting out of him when he's in the room, and then he comes down, and I'm like, like, I don't know, he's like doing a bunch of other stuff, and I'm like, how is he like still like doing stuff with like a wound? It, it, it was stated. But I didn't realize it was. A, oh, I also wrote down that Jotaro is a robot now. I don't know if I said that you before. You did. You just said okay, that. Okay. The Jojo Wiki did mention that for the anime, they added a scene where, where Jolene notices him bleeding and looks concerned. Mm. They also, I, I recall, removed a line from the manga where Jotaro says in, with regards to Jolene. I don't know if, I think it's when he's proud that she like did the gas thing. It's some point later in the episode. He says like, the Joestar blood, huh? Mm. Like he's kind of like, oh. hmm. She's kind of similar to me, someone who should probably know more about her personality. <laughs> <laughs> that was kind of cute, but it's gone now. Yeah, I don't. Th- I think I think we've said all we can say about this episode. Hold on, let me just look at all the questions okay. I have at the bottom of my notes. Oh yeah, my initial reaction was: Was the last ep all a dream? Wow, what? <laughs> Those are my notes. <laughs> wow, wow, what? what? And I don't wow, think what? I don't think I got it. I was just, I got like okay, dream, but then that's it. That's all I got. Dream, dream. And then I wrote down like kind of annoyed. I wrote down, I wrote down nothing happened in this episode then because they were just in a room the whole time. <laughs> but don't you think the mystery's fun? I like mysteries, even if I can't solve them. Someone else has to do it for me. I enjoyed this episode more after watching it more than once and talking about it with you guys and having theories. Yeah, exactly. That's why we do this podcast. I have a hard time thinking like it'll all like it all won't count for anything. You know what I mean? Mm. I th- I think I I don't think it's all in vain. Okay. Yeah. Well, we'll see. Uh, another note that we'll I ha- another note that I have here is uh, is this the fate worse than death? Remember this kid ominously is like, "Don't go in that room. It's there's a fate worse than death he in there." He knew they were yes, shooting a porn is. scene. Okay. Uh, he knew they the- were filming some gross <laughs> stuff in there. So He's the, like, "Don't." The fate worse than death is being trapped in a dream forever, I guess, or melting. A gross melty dream. Or slowly melting away. I don't know, one of those? Melting in your dreams? Yeah. Melting in your dreams. But you assume they die, right? Like, the fate is still death. Yeah, Well, maybe true. maybe it's not, though. Maybe they're permanently stuck as Oh, maybe you're just, you just become liquid. You're yeah. just melting and you become liquid. And that's it. You just fuse with, like, the room and you're just... A it's the end of it. And the whole time, it's that weird, like... <laughs> <laughs> that, it's that whole weird half awake half asleep state where you're like it's like sleep paralysis you're just like I can't move that would be shitty that would be ass also in the English version and I think in the Japanese version she's like it's like a st- snake stomach but like why would you think a snake stomach don't all stomachs have like stomach acid like probably yeah we definitely do why would you think snake stomach I guess because I think snake snakes slowly... swallows their prey al- whole and alive. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's true. They didn't go through it. Another early visitation room where a bunch of teeth just went stomp, 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 and just squished <laughs> them. That's true. Yeah. So I guess just being the, the feeling of being swallowed alive, yet then being broken down by acid. Mm. Um. Okay. Those are all my notes. Great. Yeah. Well, all right. Have oh. <sighs> have. What's gonna happen? I don't know. I, th- I think they're gonna be melty the the whole the whole rest of the season. They're just gonna have like a droopy eye because it'll be like that half would melted. be fucking annoying. <laughs> I would not like that. 
Because um, how are they going to recover from being melty? Is Josuke going to come by and like fix them? Like take all their, like rearrange their parts back to be on their face? Or Cinderella can come and give them a makeover? Yeah, but I think their their new face would still have to be goopy. <laughs> they still look like melted ice cream. <laughs> Just like when you get one of those Sonic the Hedgehog themed ice cream cones and you're like, this isn't Sonic the Hedgehog. What the fuck is this? This is a clown. You know what I mean? Sure. Yes. Oh, by the way, um, watching this episode uh, multiple times, I also noticed. Uh, so you know how Jotaro has a, a hat hair thing? Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure. I think I know how that works. So it's Is it that it also gets melted? Well, it does also get melted, but it's it's all hair. Like that's it's all hair. Ugh. It's all hair. And then he just put a little visor in front. Like a little it's just like the <laughs> the brim of the hat but is he, in front and then he paints a little star on his on his hair. And he that's what he it doesn't is. he doesn't have like the hand pin and stuff this season. It's just a star. There's like a star, a green star in the middle from what I recall from memory. He has like a green star in the middle and he has like a like just the brim. It has like two little gems on the side. Or what? Not gem. Gold. It's like a gold circle on the sides. I don't think he has a pin. If he has a pin, he can pin I it think, to his hair. I think it's what listener Pamela said. That I think that maybe his hat has become more hair. I think as yeah. Time has it's gone m- on. definitely more hair because it used now to be that you could see the sides of the hat, the front of the hat, and then the back. You're like, I don't know. Yeah. Also, is this is it Jotaro that always has his eyebrows blend right into his uh, sideburns that they're connected? Somehow? I have not noticed that. I think that's true, at least for a while. Mm-hmm. Once you see it, it's like, what the fuck? How did I not notice that before? <laughs> um, but you know, also it's Polnareff so lame has no if eyebrows. He's wearing a visor. It's so funny to do that. <laughs> I want to see that in real life now. Someone with like a box cut or a pompadour, and they just glue a fucking visor. Yeah, that's brilliant. <laughs> do you, you? I guess you just take a hat and then you you cut off like the is it called a brim? Yeah, the first the front part. You cut that off, and then you like add a little gold jewels on the side, and you just glue that to your there's like hair glue or something right no that maybe you get like the same like uh like extension or maybe tracks. maybe you like sew it in yeah it's like a sew it's like a weave but a hat yeah <laughs> exactly so it's like part of his hair and like uh and then he has to be careful and he has to sleep with it like that <laughs> <laughs> he's like i paid top dollar for this he has to like i don't like wrap it in silk or something so that it all stays together jotaro wearing a do-rag <laughs> that goes over his giant hair and brim <laughs> All right, let's wrap it up. I got to go. We want to yeah. watch the next episode already. Uh, thank you for listening, folks. Uh, next episode, we will be covering episode five. But d- before you turn off your player, listen, wait, stop. Stop skipping. Wait. Uh, please give us a like on iTunes or Apple Podcasts, whatever you want to call it. And also give us a like on Spotify because Spotify now uh, does podcast rankings. Oh, I'm going to do that. So while it's kind of new, why don't you help us shoot up and spread the love of JoJo's bizarre podcast? We also, uh, I uploaded our Stone Ocean episodes to YouTube and I cut out the music because I know YouTube is very sensitive about that mm-hmm. stuff. Uh, and, you know, if you want to help us sneak into some people's algorithms, you know, and uh, like an old video game video I had on my old personal YouTube account that was a JoJo fighting game thing. It just like somehow ended up in people's recommended and like thousands of people watched it. Uh, so help our podcast episodes do that too. So that when people look up JoJo podcast, they can find us uh, they can find our YouTube channel. I don't have a direct link for you to go to, but if you find the JoJo's Bizarre Podcast YouTube channel, uh, give those Stone Ocean episodes, uh, give them a like and a fave if you really want. Uh, and we we are Thanks. On, we are on, like and subscribe. Yeah, like and subscribe. You don't need to comment. Uh, on Twitter, we are at JJBPod. 
And of course, our Patreon is patreon.com slash jjbpod. We will talk to you next time when this episode turns out to only have been a dream the entire time. <laughs> Bye. 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 Bye.